The Chicago Bulls are part of the Central Division, a division that I think is going to be one of the more entertaining divisions in the Eastern Conference this season. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to talk about Billy Donovan already hinting towards using some small ball lineups, falling back into his old traps. We're going to talk about all that plus more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes. More importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And today I want to talk about why the Central Division is going to be a monster this upcoming year. And while, you know, I do want to acknowledge the Atlantic Division was great last season with every team, all five teams in the Atlantic Division winning at least 41 games and above, right? When you look at uh, the Boston Celtics, the Philadelphia 76ers, the New York Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets, and the Toronto Raptors, all five of those teams made the playoffs or the play-in tournament. That's half almost of the teams that come in come in, in that case. So, you know, it, it's it's major of what the Atlantic Division did last season. And we had that before in the Central Division where every team made the playoffs. That was years and years ago. Shout out to the OGs if you still remember that. But when you look at the Atlantic Division, we don't know what's going to happen with the Philadelphia 76ers. The fact that they are absolute or could be an absolute shit show, considering what's going on. The New York Knicks, I think that is going to be a team that does win a lot of regular season games. We'll see what they end up doing in the playoffs. The Toronto Raptors are kind of the wild card in that, right? 41-41 and 41 last season. It could very well be a much better team. New coaching, things like that. It really depends on who takes a step up, things like that with the Toronto Raptors. They have a lot of the same questions that the Bulls do, but kind of in a different way. And then you go to the, the Central Division, the division I want to talk about this season. And while you have the Milwaukee Bucks, who added Dame Lillard this season, and who are going to be, I, I think, heads and shoulders above any other team in that in that division, even though the Cleveland Cavaliers are a damn good team as well, winning 51 games last season. But then you have the other two teams in the division that I do think are going to be pushing for play-in and playoff spots. That's the Chicago Bulls and the Indiana Pacers. The Detroit Pistons I'm not as high on, even though they have a young roster that I actually like a lot of the young pieces on the Detroit Pistons. I like their coach as well, but I don't know if they all bring it together this one year, but they could, right? But when you really look at the Central Division, this is going to be a division that's fun to watch. I like the way that we match up with a lot of teams on that even, you know, and that, that's not to say that we're better than those teams, but much like last season, we matched up well with the with the Boston Celtics. They are clearly a better team than the Chicago Bulls, but we matched up well with them. And when it comes down to it with the Chicago Bulls this season, I think the changes that we've made at the on the roster, our defensive bench as well, it could have the Chicago Bulls right there competing with those teams in the Central Division. I do not mean the overall record, but I do mean <clears throat> when you play against games uh, inner division, they could be fun and entertaining games. And so it really comes down to the Chicago Bulls within their own division first. We'll talk about like the standings, where they can sit in the Eastern Conference, things like that. But considering that they play each one of these teams in the Central Division four times, that's over a third of your of your uh, schedule right there that you're playing teams just inside your division. So it's going to be important that the Bulls match up well with these teams. And so when you look at it, right, the Milwaukee Bucks, this is a team that, listen, that team and what they have all up and down the rosters almost shaped. And I, I've heard some Bulls fans be a little bit more confident because of what that team's lost as far as, uh, you know, defensive-wise. But I still look at that team as a team that offensively is going to be a tough matchup. And so I don't want to say, like, we have the perimeter defenders, right? When you look at the Dame Lillard, the fact that we can throw Javon Carter, Alice Caruso, Io DeSumo, right, at the perimeter defenders there. And they have Malik Beasley starting probably at that two-guard position 
So, you know, defensively on that perimeter, I'm not going to say the Bulls can shut down, which I've seen some Bulls fans say, oh, we can lock down Dame. You don't lock down Dame Lillard, right? I'm not giving that kind of, 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 of promise there, but I do think that we, we can compete, right? It really comes down to, when, when you look at it, what that center position does. Brooke Lopez has given Vooch some work over the last few years, and Bobby Portis as well down there. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jay Crowder, who looks like he's fully healthy, which really does change, I think, the defensive mindset for that team. And when it comes down to it, right, this is a team that I think the Bulls can have some fun games against. I'm not going to predict the Bulls to win uh, games against the Milwaukee Bucks unless we really see this Bulls team all come together in a way, um, you know, especially defensively. But I do think if that bench unit for the Chicago Bulls, that may be the differentiating factor between a lot of these matchups with the Bulls. But it comes down to, like, listen, the Milwaukee Bucks are probably going to give the Chicago Bulls a lot of work, right? That just is what it is. But when you look at the other teams, right, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, this is a team that, you know, we had two, like, Donovan Mitchell had two extremely big games against the Chicago Bulls last year in those matchups against them. And when you pair in also the fact that, you know, yes, the refs, and we, we've talked about that, how the refs helped that along, but that backcourt and that frontcourt of the Cleveland Cavaliers is a tough front and backcourt. They now bring in Max Struess, who's probably going to be starting at the three for them, and as a, as a player that can stretch the floor, right, doesn't really bring much defensively to that team. Still a lot of the defensive uh, assignments is going to fall on Evan Mobley and uh, Jared Allen to really be solid in that defensive area, especially Isaac Ikaro and Karis LeVert as well. But this is a team that has the fireworks, and if this front court continues to develop, we've already seen it. Evan Mobley's been giving Nikola Vucevic problems since his rookie season, right? But it, it, this is going to be one of those matchups where Patrick Williams, the, the the bench overall, Torrey Craig, Javon Carter, they're going to be highly important in these type of matchups for the Chicago Bulls in the, when it comes against the Cleveland Cavaliers because you need your defensive players to step up. Andre Drummond as well. I don't want to overlook him, right? Uh, Alice Caruso, right? And so these are going to be extremely important players for them to step up in matchups like this. But listen, again, I think that the Bulls can compete with the Cleveland Cavaliers if they can stay out of foul trouble, right? Now, I'm not saying that they're, again, not saying they're a better team than the Cleveland Cavaliers because the Cavs showed it. They were a 50-win team last season while we were a 40-win team Albeit, we know we lost close games, things like that. But, like, the Bulls have tough matches. This Central Division. And then uh, the Indiana Pacers, right? A team that won 35 games last year that seems like they're going to be taking a step in the right direction if their development all hits. This is the team that I say is the one to look out for in the Central Division the most, right? Adding Bruce Brown to that team is going to be potentially a lot for that team. Adding a, a now NBA champion, somebody who can kind of even things out. OB Toppin I like a lot on this roster as well. We already know Miles Turner really took a big step up last season. You're adding Jarace Walker, Jalen Smith as well in that front court rotation for them. Buddy Hield, we'll see if he ends up staying around. But I really like this Indiana Pacers starting five and a lot of the players coming off the bench for them. Jordan uh, Noir as well. This is another player that if he takes a step up, you maybe can see him a little bit more. The Pacers, to me, are the one team that I'm looking at in this conference that really, depend based off what they were last year, can take the biggest step forward, right? I think the Cavs are going to be another team that wins a lot of games in the regular season. They may have some troubles in, in the playoffs depending on matchups, but the Indiana Pacers are a team that I'm really concerned about this. When you look at that front court, or I'm sorry, that back court, Therese Halliburton and Benedict Mathurin, who's going to be a, a day-one starter now for them to start the season rather than coming off the bench like he did last season, this is going to be a tough matchup for the Chicago Bulls as well. So when you look at those those three teams, right, that I've mentioned, because, again, I'm not too worried about the Detroit Pistons. I know a lot of uh, some Bulls fans are. But when you look at that, the Milwaukee Bucks, Cleveland Cavaliers, Indiana Pacers, and then you have the Chicago Bulls, who I am putting above the Detroit Pistons. And I'm not saying that the Bulls can't finish above the Pacers still and things like that. 
But this is a team that has their work cut out for them within their own divisions. And so the Central Division matchups this season are going to be something that is going to be important for the Bulls' record. It's going to be important. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For, you know, the Bulls, if they try to get playoff standings, now overall the Bulls need to focus on winning games and playing the best that they can. But this Central Division, is it, it could be one of the more entertaining divisions in basketball because I feel like a lot of the teams match up well against each other. They all have uh, some matchup, uh, some mismatches that they can take advantage of in certain things and aspects and areas of the game. Now, this is all before we've seen a, a large sample size of some of the new additions to some of the teams that uh, to some of the, the players that these teams have made. But the Central Division is going to be a fun division to watch, I think. And the Bulls have their opportunity to really, because they're going to be playing in such a tough division, to really iron sharpens iron there. And we really get are going to see how we measure up within our own division, much less outside of our division. And so it's going to be important for the Bulls to show up in those divisional games in every game this season, but definitely in those divisional games as well. I want to hear from you guys, though. What do you? What are your biggest concerns in their division with some of the matchups with certain teams? I would love to hear from you guys on that one. You can also send it in in a voicemail. We always plug the voicemail box at the end of the show so you guys will know how to get that in. But outside of that, I also want to talk about Billy Donovan talking about small ball lineups, right? So he said this, I think we're going to have to have a small ball lineup at some point. You just have to have that. I don't know if necessarily – Put in the best, uh, if, if necessarily put in the best situation. He, saw, he was talking about Thursday's group there where it was like DeMar, Patrick Williams, Torrey Craig, Alice Caruso, I believe, was out there as well. And was it Io? It was, it was something like that. Uh, but he says, I kind of put those guys in there when Go- Gobert was back in the game. We probably wouldn't go small in that situation. So small ball's coming, right? And when it comes down to it, whether you're trying to play Torrey Craig or Patrick Williams as a small ball five, which I did hit towards you guys, was a chance of happening. <clears throat> Do not be surprised if you see some of Torrey Craig or some of Patrick Williams as a small ball five. But if if Billy Donovan is going to try to go towards a death lineup, I know that's kind of popularized by the uh, the uh, Golden State Warriors, who that absolutely was a death lineup for them. Completely different than what the Chicago Bulls do when they go when they go small. But I think that if that's the case, and if that's what we see for the Chicago Bulls, is some small ball in key situations. I honestly think we're kind of better suited to play some small ball. I don't want to be extremely reliant on it before. Oh, yeah, that that uh, lineup that I mentioned uh, Thursday's game was Patrick Williams, Torrey Craig, Alice Caruso, Javon Carter, and DeMar DeRozan. So, you know, there you go with that one. And that, and, and that group 
Uh, we had a three-point deficit, and it turned to eight pretty quickly. So maybe that wasn't, that's what Billy Donovan is referring to when he says it maybe wasn't the right group of guys. But they are going to have some small ball lineups. And here's what I'm going to say is I think Julian Phillips is a player that if the Bulls do go small and play somebody as a small ball center, he may be the guy that maybe can make all that work. And being 6'8", having his leaping ability, having some shot blocking ability as well, and being a solid rebounder and defender with some ability to stretch the floor, the things that have hurt the Bulls so much when they've gone small in some lineups uh, previously is that one thing about going small is that you want to increase shooting. We haven't done that, right? We haven't done that. But even looking at Torrey Craig being a small ball five at times, Patrick Williams, those you do it off of those opportunities to go to 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 add some shooting or to stretch the floor a little bit, to go kind of the four out, four and one, five out in some cases like that. But when it comes down to it, I think you're going to have to try some things, right? And so uh, Billy Donovan also chipping in. We haven't done much of that, whether it's Patrick is the five or Torrey is the five. That may be something uh, we can look to go in the future when we want to play smaller. And I know a lot of Bulls fans, they get triggered when they hear small ball. I know a lot of basketball fans in general don't like small ball. But at the end of the day, it is something that every team has a small ball lineup that they go to. The key thing that Billy Donovan has to do differently this year is pick. I said it right. I think it was two episodes ago, maybe three episodes ago. This is going to be one of the seasons where Billy Donovan has to coach the most. And so you have to pick the right situations and spots in when you're in which you're going to go small in the in the right matchups. And, and really look at what are you getting out of going small rather than just going small to go small, right? Are you pushing the pace in transition? Is it a better defensive unit to where they can get out in transition and having the quicker players out there, you're going to be able to take advantage of the other team's defense because you're getting out in transition, right? These are some things you need to keenly look at if you're trying to go with a more small ball lineup at times. And so small ball's coming. It's Billy Donovan. Small ball is coming. But I do think that looking at the Chicago Bulls roster now, we are better suited to play some small ball than what we were before, right? Having Torrey Craig really goes towards that as well. Having Julian Phillips really go towards that. No longer playing 6'3 guards at the power forward is also going to help in that case like that. So, and when you look at the way that Io's played, especially Io with his minutes out on the wing, playing the two slash three, right? Uh, those are, are opportunities that you actually gain something potentially in going small. Now, I'm not the hugest advocate for just going small ball just to go small ball, right? I think at the end of the day, the Bulls have boots. They have Andre Drummond. That You need to be relying on those players and their strengths, in K, absolutely. But when you have matchups that you can go small, get a little bit quicker, go up and down, um, take advantage of defenses, we may be better suited to go small at some point in time. So even if that means moving Zach to the three at times, having him come off screens and things like that. So uh, small ball is going to be here, a thing, a thing to say. Uh, Billy Donovan I think it's, I hope he's just kind of more selective in when he uses small ball this upcoming season, because that I think is going to tell the difference between us just being a team that plays small between and, and from a team that actually can take or is taking advantage of some mismatches by going at, going a more more small ball lineup. So you know that's 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 the thing to really look at when it comes down to it with this team. And so let's hope that we see a step up in the coaching staff and overall the player development as well, and that we're seeing a little bit better play from the Chicago Bulls in that in that case right so let's let's hope that that that, that that's the case if we're going to go small we do it a little bit more intelligently than what we've done it in the past and that we just we can get more out of it we can take advantage of mismatches we so often last season in seasons prior we went small but didn't really take advantage of going small we didn't really gain much we didn't gain much shooting we didn't gain much defense we didn't do things like that so those are some things that we got to look to tighten up um, at the end of the day with it, right? So 
coming into the season. Uh, the regular season starts on Wednesday for the Chicago Bulls. And so the Bulls are in a situation where we haven't seen a super large sample size um, from, you know, the starters and the actual rotation going into the fourth quarters and things like that. And so, you know, we went over the numbers and where they ranked at certain aspects in the preseason two episodes ago. So go check that out if you want to see it. But right now, the Chicago Bulls have tools. The biggest thing is, is that how those tools are utilized in the right and proper matchups. We have to utilize. We have to be coached. We have to play the chess match a little bit better. And so one of the things with the Chicago Bulls and coming into the season is that if that shooting more threes is a thing that you do intelligently, if getting out in transition is a thing and playing with a quicker pace is intelligently, you got to get those turnovers down for sure for the Chicago Bulls. But we got some things that we're absolutely working on. We got some things that we could use to our advantage and Pretty excited about this season, but stay tuned in. We'll have our season preview as well with all the guys from the Chi-Town Sports Central family as well. So make sure you guys are tuned in for that. Otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like we liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.